0: Hello and welcome to Silver and Sensational. I am your co-host Jessica Lynn Verdi, and I am the pedestal on which our host stands, Lois Mills.
1: I love her. I'm, you know, <laughs> she she feeds my ego so well. Yes, it is. I, it is Lois. And welcome, welcome to our show. Thank you for tuning in.
0: And. Folks, if you're watching us on YouTube, now's a really good time to subscribe to us. You can hit that like button and hit the little bell so you get notified when we go live. But in case you're wondering, we always have a brand new episode on Fridays. So that's pretty consistent, something you can can rely on. Lois, we did a really great episode about the holidays in general. I think a lot of people around the time that we did that episode We're just beginning to feel the stress of, I can't believe it's Christmas time again, or I can't believe it's the holidays are arriving. So our whole episode focused on the stress of that Mm -hmm. in hopes of relieving, in hopes of helping. So we hope we helped you in that way. But it also became apparent that there's other emotions that come up with the holidays. And so we wanted to do today's episode about being single for the holidays. Yes. Why does this seem like something you wanted to talk about today?
1: <laughs> well, I could almost be an expert on this. Um, well, I am an expert on it, not almost, because I've spent many, many holidays alone. And I'll tell a story a little bit later, which I think is the most relatable story of my single holidays. So I I think that for many people who may be experiencing their first holiday alone, I hope that what we do today uh, gives you some insight how to make it the most pleasant and the most comfortable for you.
0: So we do have a few questions, like I said, and this question is from Cole N., who writes, Hi, Lo. I live alone in a big city and usually can't afford to fly home to be with family over the holidays. I have friends who I either go shopping with or have holiday lunches with. They know I typically spend the holidays alone and will often extend an invitation to join their family's festivities. I don't feel comfortable doing that. For one, I feel like an imposition I also feel like a charity case. On top of it all, I feel like they're only inviting me because they feel sorry for me rather than really wanting me. So suffice it to say, I usually decline the invitation. I'm sure I'm too much in my head about this, but what do you think? Sincerely, homebody for the holidays.
1: Well... Cole, thank you for sending in the question, and thank you for your sign-off of Homebody for the holidays. Well, I know where you're coming from on this one, because after being at many family tables over the years, I reached a point in which I said, you know, I really don't want to do this anymore. But let me go back a bit to what you said. You think that they're feeling sorry for you. You think that they think you're a charity case. You know, give your friends more credit than that. How about they're sensitive to the fact that you are alone Even if they're reacting to their own nightmare of spending a holiday alone, they want to feel they're doing their part in including you in their family's celebration. I would say that if you could remove from your head what you think their motives are and just sit with yourself and think, will you have a better time being with them if you didn't have any of these hangups? Would you have a better time being with them or being alone? The honest answer to that void of all their, what you perceive their motivations to be because you really don't know for sure. No one said to you, hey, we feel sorry for you. So that's the only reason we're asking you. Um, I'd say follow what you are feeling without these creations of other people's motives. Wow. So when I say I stopped doing it, it's because for me I just felt once I did all the stuff for the holidays and you know I I just was completely comfortable with when the day came, I was very comfortable and at ease and happy with being on my own so i hope this helps and i really hope you can get all that shtick out of your head because it may be getting in the way if you're having a good time Mm. now if they're bad hot you know if they're a bad family who you know who get into arguments makes you unhappy. It's one
0: thing, (laughs) right? Hey, we're gonna invite Cole and put him in the middle of our fights. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: But if 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 that's not the case, think about it, remove all those doubts. And then decide where you would have the better time. Take advantage of people's generosity.
0: That's a beautiful thought. Um, Boy, am I guilty of trying to assume why people are asking me nice things or, you know, the thing that usually helps me get over that is I genuinely wouldn't ask somebody to spend an intimate holiday with me unless I wanted to spend time with them. So I do have to give someone the credit to do the same.
1: Well, I wouldn't go to the bank on that one, (laughs) judging what other people do based on what you would do. That's okay.
0: That is fair, Lois. That is fair.
1: However, <laughs> even if it even if it is the case, so what? I love it. They extended the invitation.
0: You accept it, right? It's your. It's their damn fault for inviting. <laughs> <laughs> You might not get an invitation next year, Cole, but at least you got one this year. <laughs> yes, at
1: least they, you know, they would, after your dinner, they would be in the kitchen cleaning up saying,
0: no good deed goes unpunished.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the way you can avoid that is is—is cleaning their dishes.
1: Exactly. Cole, yeah, if I were you, exactly. You get in the kitchen so there isn't any, any talk behind your back. Oh, but um, I do wish you a very happy holiday season. And I hope you were able to enjoy it. Okay.
0: Yes, thank you again, Cole. I am looking forward to all of Lois's insights on how to be alone for the holidays. So let's get started.
1: Well, um, for people out there who are spending their first holiday alone, uh, I want to tell you about my first holiday alone. And um, it goes back many years. And I had been separated for a couple of years, but have but spent the holidays with extremely close friends. I mean, I could say that they were my family. Oh,
0: beautiful. And then
1: this one Christmas, they were going to go off somewhere and I wouldn't be part of it. And oh my God, you want to talk about devastation. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was the worst. What was
0: the impetus for that? Were they were they discluding you or were you uninterested? No, they just,
1: doing- they, it was just better for three men to go off on their
0: own. Got it. Okay.
1: So, you know, it was for me, and right now I just need to go back to something I had seen on television even years before that, and it was in a, on a program called Hill Street Blues, uh-huh. and Mick, who was the weird character who ate onions, went home on Christmas Eve and opened up a can of soup as the lights flashing from, you know, he lived in this kind of depressing one room apartment with this soup can on the (sighs) counter. And I can only tell you at that time I was married, but the very sight of that was so upsetting to me uh, that I just sat there and cried.
0: Oh, So
1: yes. So now some years later, here you are with I, the soup can. Here I am with the soup can, <laughs> and I said, "Oh my God, I can't do this." So, actually, he was the manager of Neiman Marcus who said, Um, "You should really go on on a, on a trip, you know, like a, a one of these trips where people, you know, it's 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 with a group of people, which I had never
0: done. Oh, kind of like a tourist trip. Kind, yeah, of, thing. kind of
1: like a tourist trip, and it was to." zermatt switzerland which is an absolutely magical place ski place
0: had you been there before
1: i had not been there before okay. and i don't even think i had been to switzerland before and anyway um i did everything he told me to do Uh book you know you'll pay for a double and then add the single supplement so they don't stick you in a closet and, oh, wow. you you know, he gave me all the clues. So I board the plane in Chicago and we're sitting on the runway. And I am thinking, how can this be happening to me? I have this family that I don't see. I no longer have a husband to spend this with. And I don't have these friends to spend. And how could I be Mick How could I be by myself? And the tears start running down my face. And the plane starts to gently go down, taxiing down the runway. And all of a sudden, it came to me. And I said, what the F is wrong with you? You've got a brand new mink coat sitting up in this first-class area of a plane, on your way to Zermatt, Switzerland, one of the most beautiful places in the world, how dare you start to feel sorry for yourself? And let me tell you, everyone out there, I arrived in Geneva, Mm. and because the thought of being on a tour, I told the tour guide, "Uh uh-uh, I will go... And you can drop me off at this restaurant where I'm going to go have fondue and blah, blah. Amazing. Absolutely. And then met the people for dinner and then blah, blah. You know, we went on to Zermatt. Let me tell you, it was one of the best trips I ever had after arguing because they did give me a closet after all. (gasps) I got the most exquisite room overlooking, (laughs) I mean overlooking the alps okay oh my god that was through a glass window in the shower it was a suite and not not even a room and i walked down to the river where i saw boughs of holly being sold bought candles and everything and brought it all to my room sent a note down to the desk have everyone come to my room for cocktails oh lois and Oh, and it was magical, and Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, we went out on sleighs after dinner, and I just have to tell everyone, I thought Disney had recorded this. The snowflakes were this big. The bells, the church bells are ringing starting at 8 o'clock. There are no cars in Zermatt. People walking with pillar candlesticks. I I still get goosebumps when I think about it. It was, but magical. And then went on to the next morning, I arranged for an ice skating party at a rink, which I ice skated, not everyone did, but certainly everybody came. There were 20... Uh, 24 of us. Uh, There was one other single lady who was sort of a grouch. And
0: (laughs) And you you were not going to be the grouch. No.
1: And I had a wonderful time, met wonderful people. So I guess the moral of the story is, accept the fact that you are alone and try to do something outside your comfort zone. And I guarantee you, if you make the right decisions and you should be able to figure out if you want to go to a place that's cold or hot, or if you want to go spend the day feeding people who don't have places to go. Whatever you choose to do, do something out of your comfort zone, something you haven't done before. And I can just about guarantee you that you will find it to be, it will come out to be probably one of the best things you've ever done.
0: What a beautiful experience to share. And it, it really sounds like you decided to make the choice that this was still going to be a special holiday rather than feel sorry for yourself.
1: I did feel sorry for myself. I mean, oh, poor me, poor. I thought, what the hell is wrong with you? But that's In like. In the words of my father, you're crying with two loaves of bread under your arms. God,
0: what if that? I was. I'm so glad you said that because I was so curious which one of your family members imparted that part of your personality to you. That oh, was, my father, definitely. What, a, yeah. what an interesting thing. Yeah. But that's a sign of, bra- like, it's it's, I don't know how else to compare it. You can't be brave unless you were afraid first and then chose to act. You can't but and maybe this you maybe you don't need the can't part of this, but you chose to not feel sorry for yourself because you were heading down that direction um and i just I just think that that's admirable there's a world where you, you
1: do it, listen life it's you've got choices, and it is up to you to decide do you want to sit and wallow or Do you want to make the best of a situation? And one of the ways to at least start the process is to accept that this year is going to be different. Different doesn't need to be less than. It's simply different. And if you reassess your expectations and open your mind to new experiences, this is an opportunity rather than
0: a punishment. One of the things I think that anyone will benefit and have a happier life overall is if they learn how to be with themselves and not (sighs) feel the need to fill the void. Um, Now, this is particularly hard when you're coming off of a, a breakup. You're coming off of a major loss in the family. So, we're, I'm not suggesting that people that are maybe potentially grieving as well get with it and sure. learn how to be alone because that grieving process is also very important. And so, you know, as it takes you, time, it does. And and I particular I find it very healing to be putting the lights up and the decorations up and cry a little bit and then go, This is beautiful. <laughs> like <laughs> allowing both of those emotions to be present while not giving up or seeing this as futile. Um because then I can go, well, there I go again. I get a little sad sometimes and I'm moving right along. And now I'm going to go watch Love Actually. Because those traditions that mean <laughs> something to you are still something that mean something to you. They just might be a little bittersweet.
1: Oh, they are. But also look at the wonderful memories you have.
0: I really wanted, when we talked about doing this episode, I wanted to explain something to you that people do. I have not done this. But What's it? But a lot of people are prone to feeling really sad or alone or lonely and kind of miss cuddling up with some somebody over the holiday season. So the Gen Zers have labeled this from like holiday, like from like October to January 1st cuffing season. Have you heard of cuffing season?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, tell, tell this boomer what cuffing season (laughs) is. Used.
0: it's okay to be fair I'm I'm not gen Z I'm millennial right I'm an old elder millennial so cuffing season I think it's where you cuff yourself to somebody you are basically on on the hunt for a uh, member of the sex that you're attracted to to be partnered with just for this season so and then you let they're free to go January 2nd. What? (laughs) (laughs) And you get two people who
1: are consenting adults to do this?
0: So, yeah, you're not. Yeah, just just to clarify, it would be as if if I were single, I would find Joe Schmo to hook up with for the holiday season. And then when it, you know, started, the this, this snow started to melt saying goodbye to Joe Schmo. <laughs>
1: so that I understand yeah. on the dating websites. Oh, sure. Is there a category called cuffing? Wow. Or do they call it cuff links? I mean, what is it?
0: <laughs> I, first of all, there needs to be a cuff links app. I think that's genius, Lois. You might have just made a million dollar idea. I think... Yeah,
1: somebody out there is going to steal it and there goes my million.
0: It was brilliant while it lasted. So, you know, this generation of daters are a little bit more open with, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the term ethical non-monogamy. It's basically a dude saying, I don't want to date you seriously, but being upfront about it. And it's not just men. I say that in a bitter way because when I was dating um a lot of guys on their profiles said ethical non monogamy or um a n m basically or enm uh,
1: any euphemism still ends up being the same he's a fuck around
0: 100000% okay. I, 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 okay. you're <sighs> We'll have Let's a whole episode. Poet. We'll have yeah, it we'll that's have an enough. episode that's for
1: another time.
0: Cause I wanna give some I'm sure there's people out there exploring ethical non-monogamy or polyamory in an, in a way where it's actually true to them. You got a lot of fuck boys is what they're called. Um that being said though, boys and girls and non-binaries all alike want someone to basically have sex with over the holidays. And I know it's a really silly thing, isn't it? But a, a lot of people get some joy out of having yeah, a physical partner in during the cold months. And so that's why they have labeled this cuffing season. I will say this is not right. something I, I, I have not, I've not personally personally <laughs> experienced. I, I, I would say I cuffed with somebody a few years ago that I really wanted to date. It's probably not the best person to cuff with. (laughs) I was trying to, something about the holidays do make you wish you had a partner, wish you weren't alone. Of course, you go to parties, everybody is coupled. And you don't want to be that. of course, there's New
1: Year's Eve, which fortunately for me... I have always preferred to be home.
0: It is one of my favorite things to do at home as well. I couldn't agree more. And so,
1: but, and it's, you know, the exchanging of gifts with, with your significant other. I get all of that, but just the sex part, I don't know that, you know, I guess maybe uh, for me and I certainly understand it, if that's a person's motivation, that's what's important to them, then fine. But for me, I would need more of the emotional connection um, that the holidays bring out in people. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of um, pressure that holiday puts on somebody and if you're spending it with them. And so I, I agree with you. In general, I don't do well in relationships where I'm I can't be attracted to somebody unless I also like their brain and I like them. And so I can't imagine I'd find somebody on an app and go, oh, I'll just screw with him for a couple months. It just wouldn't work for me. I will say if there's something that is interesting to you, I generally wouldn't uh, suggest somebody look for a rebound right after a relationship. You're still in a post-rebound relationship, fragile state. I don't know that cuffings, you're going to probably put a lot of pressure on that cuffer, <laughs> that cuff link. <laughs> I love that Lois.
1: Yes. While you're looking for the pair, he's only in, interested in, in the one on his right hand. That's on his right. That's arm right. right. He, he could, yeah. cu- he
0: can cuff with himself.
1: <laughs> well, for those of you who are not interested in cuffing, And thank you, dear Jessica, for bringing me up to date so I can feel au (laughs) courant. And at the same time, try to maybe give us some coping suggestions. The first is one I've said already, but I think without it, you're going nowhere. And that is to accept the fact that this year is different, but it doesn't have to be less than. And then, you know, I think instead of thinking of what you don't have, how about thinking about what you do have and express Mm. your gratitude. And if it's not mental, try journaling to really see it in black and white. And because I think if you can, and it doesn't need to be in a formal state or in a book or anything, and maybe just take a piece of paper and write down The things that you have in your life, especially things that have entered your life this year, that you do have to be grateful for. And for those of you uh, who have experienced great loss, it might be hard to do Mm. because that loss certainly tends to overshadow any good things that have come in your life try very hard to remember maybe those wonderful notes people sent or the outpouring of friendship from people so there are things it um i'm not trying to tell you how to feel what to feel but i do know that you know for the years that i was going through loss Uh, that this was helpful to remember that.
0: I wanted to add to, um, it's hard to find gratitude sometimes when you're feeling really sad. Um, Oh, very hard. I always work my way down. So if I don't feel grateful for having a job, I can feel grateful that I can go to the grocery store and not have to, you know, grow my own food or that I could order in. So you can always... Uh, work your way down and then start back up if you're finding it hard to find gratitude in a lot of good good
1: idea that's a good suggestion and then um some things that do make us feel better is to give of yourself and um or your time in gift drives you know providing holiday meals going to the local animal shelter visit an assisted living home i mean these
0: be These,
1: of service. Exactly. Exactly. And this will bring you out of yourself making connections with people who need what you're providing and wow. to be of service to somebody and to. Give somebody something they need in a time of need. Really, I'm not sure who's the bigger benefactor, the recipient or the gifter. But it's it's a, it's a way to spend the holiday. Or, or another way is to establish a tradition with another single or oh. even with yourself. Beautiful. Or, you know, go to a movie, go to a special breakfast, watch that once a year movie that you do every day year
0: wow whether you realize it or not but you can do a little examination go god what is one thing i like i and then it it came to me all of a sudden a few years ago i love love actually why wouldn't i just watch that on my own i don't need to do that with somebody
1: for me it's a wonderful life i i do watch it every year As on Thanksgiving Day, I watch the Macy's Parade followed by the dog show. (laughs) So, I mean, that's my thing on Thanksgiving morning. And it's it's good because being in California, it's much earlier. So, you know, I can get on with my days. Oh, yes. So, you know, whether it's with some other single or yourself, if you have a tradition, you will... You need to make the day feel special for you and you alone. So, how you do that with a special friend or by yourself, that's the most important thing. So, at home, you know, try not to isolate yourself if you can, you know, arrange a Zoom family get together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I always make it a point, especially Christmas morning, to actually call uh, friends across yes. the country to wish them a happy holiday on Thanksgiving. I usually send out text messages, but Christmas, I always like to hear voices from friends. Or, you know, if you're a church-going person, you go to church. Yeah. So that's your tradition, and keep it as much as you can until you find a new tradition for yourself.
0: We One of the things I think uh, most of us adults have experienced is um, the disillusionment after growing up and realizing if you had parents that did nice things for the holidays, that your parents aren't around to make the holidays special for you anymore. So you've probably already experienced that and realizing, oh, I've got to be the one to make these holidays special for myself. And if you've been in a relationship, it might two of you might be making decisions together. You Basically, my point is you've already experienced having to make the holiday season special. You just have to find a different way to do it this year. And it could still be special in a new way. That's all.
1: That's all. Another way to be able to enjoy the holidays on your own is to take care of yourself. You know, in in our stress session, Jessica and I both... Both say we love to buy ourselves gifts. Oh,
0: it is a treat! It's what I love about this season. There's no,
1: I mean, so it's that you know, if you can afford it, take a trip, uh, maybe try a new hobby.
0: I, I'd get a massage, honestly, and 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 actually the a korean spa might be a fun thing to visit too just like take a day and go sit in warm water and get a body scrub that sounds really nice lois i might go do that even though i'm not single anymore
1: well um there was one place prior to covid where i used to go regularly yeah it was just down the street from where i lived but since covid i haven't done that but um not a bad idea, not a bad idea. But you, we need to take time for ourselves right. to feel our feelings, acknowledge the emotions. You know, don't try to bury them. If if you're sad, cry. You've got the right. <laughs> you know, it's important to feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. And if it's the fear, I have a feeling, I, I have something that I have followed, it was title of a book, but I adapted it into my life, which is feel the fear and do it anyway. Wow. So, you know, if you're fearful of doing something because it's new, just do it, you know. And acknowledge that that? you're scared. Yeah. So you acknowledge you're scared. You feel, you know, it's important, especially at this time of year, because there's tons of emotions. So in taking care of yourself, I think the last thing that we could say is dive into whatever you're doing the same as you would as if you were spending it with a loved one. So how about using the holidays as the opportunity to making yourself as important as you have made or make other people? Amen. Amen to that it's now beautiful if this is this is where we get sad because this is a very, very traumatic time of the year, so if you continue to have difficulty coping throughout the season with that persistent feeling of loneliness or sadness you know, it may be time to reach out to get some professional help. Just don't hesitate to do so, please. It is so important. And professionals are very well aware that this is a time, probably the time of the year when people need them the most. So there are all different kinds of ways to get professional help now, either directly, online, whatever it is. Reach out and please don't hesitate.
0: Well, I wanted to add to that. Your feelings are valid. So do yourself a favor, call the friend. And then if that friend asks, have you seen a therapist? Call a therapist or go find some support groups.
1: Good advice. Good advice.
0: My favorite thing that you said among so many, Lois, was take the time to make this a special, like treat this as though you are the most special person, like you would make it special for somebody else we are just as deserving as usually when we host a party or put up the christmas lights or you know put the movie on when we're in a relationship we are doing it so that that person can share in those feelings it gives us so what you just have to remember is those feelings still exist for you you just have to know how to access them and, be, and and allow yourself to feel the joy that that movie, the Christmas lights, the traditions, the gifts make you feel. Because you are just as deserving, whether you're with somebody or not, to feel those things. So it's a good opportunity to reconnect with that part of yourself. It's a beautiful Absolutely. sentiment, Lois. Well, I think that about does it. I I,
1: I think so. I think so. We have a lot more to cover in the next couple of weeks.
0: Well, yeah, we'll probably have at least one more episode or two before we take a little break for the holiday season. We'll come right back in January. We want to hear from you. What is a tradition that you started for just yourself that is still something you do today, we want to know. You can email us over at silverandsensational at gmail.com. You can also email questions to us there if you'd like Lois to answer them, potentially on an episode. You can also leave a comment with us here on YouTube with whatever tradition you started for yourself. You can engage with us on Instagram and Facebook at Silver and Sensational. And if they are watching us on YouTube right now, Lois, what should they do? The
1: first thing I would ask you to do is to please subscribe and then absolutely share, share it with your friends. Uh, it would be nice if you would like us and you can always hit the notification bell so that you're notified when a new episode drops, although we drop it every Friday and it stays on, on infinitum. Also, uh, we are interested in knowing what you would like us to talk about. So in the comment area, please put some comments down as to what you would like to hear us banter back and forth. So, Jessica, as always, it is more than a pleasure, my sweet.
0: The feeling's mutual, and I'm so grateful to know you for this holiday season, because that brings a lot of joy to me. And I have a lot of new traditions to get underway with, thanks to you. You
1: certainly do. You have a new person in your life, and I have a new doggy in my life. And since I haven't done any Christmas decorations since the deaths of my last two doggies, I am here to announce that I have bought a small, albeit artificial, I just can't do real anymore, Christmas tree for the new Jackie and I to enjoy. And it's been, well, 11 years, going on 12 years since I've had a Christmas tree. So I decided, bite the bullet and do it because this little one should have the same joy of having Santa Dog leave gifts for her underneath the tree. I'm
0: sorry. i was so overwhelmed by that. That is so beautiful. (laughs) I know. I
1: do this. I do this. And... She is so unspoiled. This one doesn't know what a toy is. So I think I'll have to maybe make her, I'll make her dog treats instead of buying
0: them. That might be the the way to go. I think that is beautiful, Lois. You you have given me beautiful traditions with my cats too and different ways to honor them. So I thank you for that. And I, I will be over here with my real tree praying that my cat doesn't knock it down. Oh God, yes. Yeah.
1: Oh do I know that feeling. All right. Well again, thank you, Jessica. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we look forward to you coming back to see us and listen to us next time. Thanks
0: so much. Bye bye now.